You're listening to the Unstoppable Business Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Lee. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Oh, my pleasure, Brian. <laughs> awesome, man. So when people ask you, what do you do? How do you answer that exactly? Yeah, that's the, that's the classic question that family and friends uh, ask. I mean, the truth right. is I do a lot of different things because I'm an entrepreneur and I I uh, am interested in a lot of things. But courses have definitely been um, a staple over the years and something that I've, you know, very consistently um, done because, uh, you know, there's always a there's always a need for them and I enjoy uh, creating content and I enjoy helping people. So um, what I usually tell people is I provide um, education and entertainment for entrepreneurs to help them build a better business. Oh, that's pretty awesome. And man. that usually that mm-hmm. usually opens up a whole other can of worms of oh, so how do you do that? You know, but it's it's sort of a concise way of um, explaining what I do, and you know the the component of entertainment is important to me too to to bring that in as a as a way to um, uh, separate myself from others because there's plenty of training out there um, and plenty of information but you know my angle is to try and make it fun to learn um, you know rather than someone having to sort of wade through a lot of uh, boring information or information that isn't sort of presented in a in an appealing way. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like just going through your website, I can see that it's very quirky. It's very fun. Like it's very different, which I really like. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Was that the help my business, uh, com? Was that the, was that the one? Yes. Help my business.com. That yeah, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Andrew, what inspired you to actually go on this adventure of education? Like when, when did you start, you know, thinking about educating? Yeah, um, it was really from when I was at school. Um, I, of course, grew up in England, as you can tell by the accent. And uh, huh, for sure. I, <clears throat> I um, uh, one day I got called into the headmaster's office. That's the principal. And uh, quick translation there. And um, I was really nervous. I was, you know, thinking, what have I done? And just kind of, um, um, you know, feeling very uh, worried about what he was going to say. Anyway, he he said, you know, have a seat over here. And and he said, do you you know why I called you in today? And I said, no, I have no idea. And he said, well, all your teachers tell me that you're – destined to be an entrepreneur and we're awarding you um, the top student in your year um, for business studies. So, you know, I'd I'd always sort of felt a leaning that way, but, you know, that was a very public confirmation of the path that I was on. And when I was 15 years old, um, a, a school friend of mine invited me to go with him to Florida 
um, on a on a vacation, and uh, I, you know, that was the dream come true for me because I'd uh, always been interested in the states, but I never thought that I would ever visit because you know so far away from Europe where I grew up and uh, we of course did all the theme parks and you know the Disney and um, Bush Gardens and uh, all the other theme parks that were around at the time and I had a I had such a great time and this was uh, around um, when would it have been like late 80s probably 1989 something like that and um i was just fascinated by it. i had a, such a great time and when i got back uh talking to some friends and family i realized that uh florida was becoming a, a very popular place for british people to visit it was you know really kind of sharply on the rise and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of I had so many people asked me questions about you know where should we go what should we see what should we eat you know and uh because you know it just i guess look you know think about it um from the other the other way around you know, if you were planning a trip to europe it was that kind of thought process of you know everything seems new and mysterious and um it led me to create for, for who knows why but just the way my brain worked it led me to write a little uh guide um you know, back then, I mean, it's dating me now, but, you know, back then there were no computers. So I, was, I wrote it on a typewriter and wow. uh, a little uh-huh. booklet about how to plan a uh, vacation, a Florida vacation. In fact, I think that was the title. And it was a really good little guide. And I placed some little ads in relevant, um, like little classified ads in relevant travel magazines and um and sold that guide and you know that was my first introduction to this whole world of uh education and uh you know it was exciting it was fun i really enjoyed writing um you know i I think i was pretty good at writing too and um that's what sort of triggered the start of everything and uh um after that my one of the other passions that i had uh, um, growing up was entertainment magic, you know, doing card tricks and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I, the next idea that I had was uh, to um, create a course about how to perform magic tricks for fun and profit. So it was really designed to help teachers, you know, keep their students engaged. Uh, salesman to break the ice with a new prospect and things like that and um, so I I wrote this course called how to make money by magic and um, uh, took me took me uh, way way longer than it should have done which was a lesson that I learned in the early days was you know um, being a being a perfectionist you know, something to, that I really struggled with was, you know, I, I, I forget how long I spent on it, but it was many, many months. And um, it didn't, you know, it, it, it could have been great. It didn't need to be perfect. Uh, I could have done it in a lot less time. But I, I put that out there and um, 
um, I actually ended up connecting with the the top magician in the country at that time, who was very very well known. I mean, every you know he was on BBC and everybody knew his name, and he. Mm-hmm. Um, helped endorse the course, and uh, we ended up selling it to a, a, a big company in England, uh, actually the biggest company that sells home study courses. So, you know, that was my first um, big success. And, um, you know, it all went from there. And, I, you know, over the years, I've just continued to create courses on different topics that I've gained knowledge and experience in. And that I know other people through research also want to learn about. So, yeah, that was the genesis of it. And uh, yeah, what a whirlwind! What a journey! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Holy crap. So, damn. It's uh, it seems like you you taught a variety of different things, like how to plan a vacation, how to perform magic tricks. When did you start deciding that entrepreneurship was something that you wanted to stay with? Yeah, well, of course, I'd always been an entrepreneur in the things that I was doing. Uh, but after the after the um, success of the the uh, magic course, I had an opportunity to move to the states for six months to Los Angeles, and that sort of was uh, being in that environment opened me up a lot more to entrepreneurialism because um, you know just the simple fact is. America is a lot more friendly uh, and much more supportive of entrepreneurs. You know, it's, it's in the culture, it's in the DNA, the American dream. Um, that's not so much the case in England. And uh, so in being in that environment, you know, I connected with uh, people, you know, I was the internet was starting to um, be a lot more useful and uh you know with with um uh business networking groups and things like that and so you know i realized very quickly that that was where i wanted to be and uh, the next phase for me was um i had started to use ebay in a very unconventional way uh, most people of course just you know sell random stuff on ebay or you know some people create stores in a uh, an eBay store in a particular topic, but uh, I stumbled on a way um, to use eBay very differently that I don't think anyone had thought of at that time, which was to use it as a lead generation tool. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I developed a system for that, uh, which was very, very successful. And after the success, I then created a course to um, explain uh, that process to other people and um, that was um, you know I was able to sell that as a home study course in other words you know it was it was a, a, a big box of manuals would appear on someone's doorstep and you know there were CDs and wow, DVDs yeah. and <laughs> it was um, uh, you know something that uh, had a real kind of wow effect when someone opened it. And, you know, I, I think actually um, there's there's a lot to be said for thinking about returning to that now because, of course, you know, it, the easiest thing is to offer a course only online. But 
the challenge is that that's what everybody is doing and more people than ever. And so one way to really stand out from the crowd and, and uh, create a wow and reduce refunds is to um, ship something physical to the person who orders it. You know, it's much more difficult for them to, um, you know, just ask for a refund. And it, so it definitely cuts down on refunds. And uh, it also gives a, you know, stands out from the crowd. It gives a better experience. Uh, some people do like to uh, read. They prefer reading over <clears throat> um, watching or they prefer reading um, physically, physical books rather than um, uh, just, you know, web pages. So I think that's something to think about, you know, and it's something that I've been returning to um, lately as a way to, you know, accomplish those goals. And that's, you know, it, it's interesting how these things all go in cycles. <laughs> Are you an expert or course creator trying to monetize your online course? Well, use our one-page template to get more paying students to your online course without marketing overwhelm or sleazy sales tactics. You can download this for free at unstoppablebusiness.com. Now, back to the show. I see. Wow. So, Andrew, when did the, the eBay lead generation business blossom into helpmybusiness.com? Well, the, the eBay time was in the early 2000s, and then uh, YouTube came on the scene around 2005, and it was just after that that I started thinking about um, what, what could I do um, in the realm of video uh, online, you know, because the, up until then, the technology <clears throat> really wasn't good enough, you know, the the videos online up to up till YouTube still consisted of a really small postage stamp size video on a screen and it was very jerky. But YouTube really changed that and um that's when I started thinking, Oh, you know, this is this uh interest in video is not gonna go away. It's only gonna get bigger and bigger. So um I believe it my show was the first regular um, show in the marketing space. You know, it was every single week uh, I released a new episode. And, um, you know, so I think it's the longest running now. Uh, <laughs> you know, back yeah, back until, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, um, you know, still, still going today. So, yeah, amazing. Wow, truly amazing. It seemed like you really capitalized on those opportunities when they came to you, right? Yeah, you know, it's always good to look at trends, um, but it, you know, it's also import, important to understand whether a trend is relevant and uh, genuinely, um, uh, you know, exciting to you because. The, I would never recommend that someone just jumps on a trend simply because it's a trend, you know. Because I don't think that the I don't think it'll last the 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 enthusiasm and you know 
I don't think people would stay committed to it. But if it's something, if it's a trend that really resonates with you and that you're excited about and that you could really see yourself uh, being with for a long time, that's a good trend to uh, be part of. And that's that was the case with video because I was, I've always been interested in video production and, um, you know, I was pretty good at it. It was, a, you know, it was, I knew it was a strength of mine. And so that's why I was particularly, um, you know, paid attention to what was happening with, with YouTube and online video at that time. Hmm. Okay. Is that why you chose video over like text and audio or podcasting? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it was, it was right up my street. You know, it was something that I knew how to do and um, was was genuinely excited about. So that's, that's why I pursued video. Mm, I see. So what happened during that time, like 2005 when you had that show? Was it immediately like you got a ton of people watching? Or how did it turn out? Um, it took, it, I was committed to it. So I, I was releasing episodes every single week. And um, for a little while, uh, you know, the, the views were very low. But the content was good and the production was good. And uh, so, you know, eventually it started to hit a snowball effect. And um, when that happened, things accelerated very quickly. And then within six months, it reached the, the number one spot on iTunes. So, um, wow. you know, I, I, I could have easily given up in the early days, you know, when there weren't very many views, but I, I believed in what I was doing. I, you know, I felt like it was good content and, you know, I, um, uh, also, like I said, the production quality was good, which was, you know, separated it from other content. And, um, so yeah, I just, you know, I, I was determined to stick with it. The, the persistence paid off. Oh, it's awesome, man. <laughs> so Andrew, uh, during your journey, like during this whole process, uh, looking back, if you could have a magic wand and, you know, have yeah. one wish about anything, <laughs> get just one wish, what would that be for you? Well, um, I don't, I don't tend to look up or dwell on regrets to be honest. I'm much more of a forward-thinking person, but um, I think, you know, probably just, um, you know, doing even more of what I was doing. You know, I, I had a few early successes. Uh, I mean, you know, it wasn't wasn't without um, trials and tribulations because, you know, in the earlier days, it was much more difficult to explain to people what, um, you know, this this type of learning medium, everybody kind of accepts it now, but back in those days it was, um, uh, you know, you had to explain uh, how a course works. <laughs> uh, oh, really? So I think, <laughs> if, if anything, um, <clears throat> just, uh, you know, being even more persistent um, than I was and, and um, um, you know, perhaps uh, being more um, taking even more um, massive action, but like I say, I, I you know I don't I don't tend I, I try not to live in the past or um, dwell on regrets. I, I'm very much uh, futuristic, so uh, that's my focus is is uh, you know looking at the future. Awesome, man. So, what does the future hold for you? Like five to ten years from now, what's your vision for that? 
Well, very much, um, you know, continuing to help entrepreneurs. My big passion now is um, uh, an event and a community called SAM, which stands for sales, advertising, and marketing. And uh, it revolves around a two-day live event that I do in Las Vegas, which is a combination of, it's sort of like TED Talks meets um, uh, Broadway and live entertainment. So what I do is I I have the best speakers on the topics of sales, advertising, marketing, and I combine that with live entertainment of uh, singers, musicians, dancers, magicians. Um, so the the two are sort of you know interspersed with each other in a in a theatre. So it's it's uh, you know everybody has heard of show business. Well, this is a business show. And wow. uh, it's very unique, it's very different, and it ties into my passion to not only educate, but also entertain entrepreneurs. So um, that's, uh, and if anyone's interested in looking at that, it's com, And that's, that's, you know, really the next direction that I'm heading in now. Dude, that's awesome, man. Uh, some people might be, like, looking at, your business and thinking, how does he always come up with, you know, these ideas, you know, to be so unique? And how would you answer that? Well, I I do research a lot, you know, and I'm a good student myself, so I'm always learning new things. And um, I think that's the way to be, you know, is to really immerse yourself in different topics yourself and see what you become passionate about. Um, you know, stay aware of things, and uh, that's it, really. You know, just be a, be a curious person. If you're a curious person, you're never going to be short of ideas. Mm, that's good advice, man. <laughs> yeah. So, Andrew, what what project are you working on right now that you find most important to you? Well, it really is uh, Sam. You know, as I said, we we've, we're doing an annual live event. Um, where you know uh, entrepreneurs and small business owners come in from all over the world to Las Vegas, um, but also around that, I'm creating and building a community of people that resonate with this concept of um, you know both education and entertainment, you know high quality education, high quality entertainment. So that's that's my number one focus right now. That's awesome, man. So. Andrew, is there anything else that you want to say to our audience out there listening? Well, you know, since the topic is about course creation, you know, I would say it isn't a a big hit yet. You know, don't give up. Be persistent. Persistence is so critically important uh, to the the life of an entrepreneur. Most people give up too soon. And um, stay with your passion. Try not to be uh, distracted away from things just because they're a shiny object or just because you know they seem like a a trend that other people are interested it's really important to stay with your passion so those two things i think are, are really critical to success